can DM them or slide Absolutely. into DMs as they say. Yes. But you can no, no, don't slide. Yeah, I, 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 don't, don't slide. <laughs> I'm kidding you not, Chef. I, I spoke to a brother who said that he has been to at least 40 face-to-face family talks with other families. Whoa. Or even like... 40 women that he's spoken to potentially yes like actually go there yes and then when he gets there he decides no i remember there was a video where uh, one of the sheikhs was asked and when he when the person finished saying what he's looking for he said well you're looking for everyone welcome back to the ilmfi podcast i'm your host shabir hassan and today alhamdulillah we were joined by sheikh ibrahim menk all the way from zimbabwe and we discussed Everything to do with uh, before you get married. So before you say I do, um, lots of things to consider. Uh, we discussed, you know, maturity, how to look for uh, a spouse and how to go about it. And many other really, really important um, elements to before marriage. So hope you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Sheikh Ibrahim, salam alaikum wa rahmatullah. salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm well and yourself? Alhamdulillah, thank you for joining us. Alhamdulillah, um, it's a pleasure. So we we uh, finally got the chance to meet in person. Alhamdulillah. At some point last week, alhamdulillah, we've uh, had the pleasure of spending the last five days or so together. We've been touring around the UK. Uh, some interesting events, right? We've had, Absolutely. Yeah, mashallah, yeah. so it's amazing. And I think um, one thing that we discussed that we're going to kind of bring into the podcast is some reflections, I guess, from, from that event. I mean, reflections... More so kind of the questions we were being asked because yes. for those of you who aren't aware, the kind of events that we were doing, it was very much uh, au- had audience participation. So the audience were asking a lot of questions. We had a younger demographic there. And um, I mean, in summary, naturally what we found was that a lot of the relationships, the kind of theme, the, over- the o- overall theme was relationships. Yes. So whether that was, you know, well before a person even thinks about getting married, whether it's, uh, you know, Haram relationships, zina, that kind of thing. Yes. Whether it's addiction, pornography, or it was just things like, what do I consider when I want to get married and, and things like that. Um, that was the kind of overall theme. Would you agree? And yeah, I think so. Uh, a lot of people did ask questions in and around marriage, and uh, I think one of the main questions was, how do I find a spouse? How do I yes. find a partner? Yeah. 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 So we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. That's a, yeah. A juicy topic, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very commonly <laughs> yeah. asked topic yeah. uh, and question. Um, but d- does it surprise you, Sheikh? Like this being the most one of the most common questions being asked. Not not that particular question, but as in relationships and marriage and things. No, not at all. To yeah. be honest with you, I think people are always interested. Like there'll always be certain people interested in marriage, etc. Mm-hmm. So there's always a group of people interested in marriage, and uh, it's a timeless topic. You know, it just keeps yeah. coming up again and again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, even for me personally, I I wasn't surprised. I, to be honest, I was almost expecting it, especially here in the UK. I mean, yeah. And that kind of age group that we we were speaking to, you know, university students, young graduates, young professionals. These are people who naturally are thinking of marriage. So, I think yeah, I think it's important that we we address, and I think we're going to touch on some some aspects of that. So for those of you who are listening right now, uh, a lot of the discussions today will be, I guess leading up to marriage and considering marriage as opposed to if you're already married and things like that. Not that we're saying uh, some of these topics may not benefit you even if you're already married, inshallah. inshallah. It will be of benefit. Uh, but I want to uh, dive straight in, Sheikh. And uh, I want to talk about perhaps uh, something that came up quite quite often even during the events and, and just generally, which is um, someone who 
has kind of, let's say, some underlying, I don't want to say issues because that, that makes it sound really bad, like negative. But, yeah. you know, like, let's say as an example, you've got these negative traits and characteristics, right? Right. You're not married. You have, you're a young guy or girl. Negative traits, characteristics. Or let's say even on an extreme, you've got like addictions to certain things, right? Yes. And then do you remember during one of the events where um, there was this kind of question about addiction and then one of the brothers put his hands up and says, why don't they just get married? That would fix everything. Yes, right? yes, yes. yes. Um, so so this, this, is what, this is what I'm kind of getting at is, um, does marriage fix everything is the question. I think absolutely not. The way Ali Dawa answered that was excellent. He says, don't ruin somebody else's marriage. You know, you're addicted to pornography. And I think that's what the question was. You're addicted yeah. to pornography. It's an addiction you've got. You think you're going to, you know, remedy that by getting married. In fact, you're getting yourself into more problems because not only are you going to now have a problem, you're going to have a problem, ruin somebody else's life and have a problem with your spouse as well. And, uh, you know, oftentimes you find men who are married to one woman and they think that I've got this pornography problem or perhaps he's got a mistress or he's got a few and he can't control himself sexually. And uh, he wants to look for a second wife, mm. uh, thinking that, that it will remedy it. And he does, gets married, and it causes him all sorts mm. of problems because that is not the answer. Pornography is, and porn addiction is mental. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is you're feeding your mind uh, with all these images of different people engaged in the act. And that really affects uh, the mind. You know, when a person is addicted, they're not going to get rid of that by getting married. They're not going to get rid of that by fulfilling their desires with different and multiple partners. You need to reach out for help. So I think that's why islahun nafs, you know, making sure that you are a good person, at least a decent person enough to be married. And I think if you put your, yourself at the other end of the spectrum and say, if I were my spouse or my potential spouse, would I marry me? You know, and then, or if that was the other, if it was the other way around and the person I'm marrying had these traits and characteristics, would I marry them? Uh, and if the answer is no, then you've got a lot of work to do before you get married. Yeah, yeah that's a really important point. Always considering um, yourself, which, which which I want to come to, but just still on the still on this topic of marriage, kind of fixing everything. So, so it's very yeah. common. A lot of people think that um, yes. even maybe sometimes the elders and parents think, yes. "Ah, my my child is messing about. Yes, they're they're, they're rebellious. You know, they're married." I, I I remember this example of a brother who was uh, actually talking to about sixteen to seventeen women, and he then wanted to get married to someone I knew, and. Uh, the parents from the girl's side were now asking me and I told them, I said, look, this guy's got this problem. And Funny enough, what you're saying, the grandfather told me, he was like, no, once he gets married, everything will be resolved. <laughs> and I literally thought to myself, you know, obviously at that point I've done my due, like I've done my, 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 my job, my duty, uh, which is to tell them that this is what he's going through and this is what his life's like. Obviously, we don't expose people otherwise, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's necessary. Yeah. So when I told him, he's like, no, it's just just let him get married and then that will resolve everything. And I sat there thinking, that's absurd to think. It's dangerous. Of. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is not going to stop with marriage. Mm -hmm. And not long after, you know, they got married, not long after they were divorced. And the problem was he was seeing other women, he was... 
you know, he had this porn addiction. He'd go and he'd consume pornography and what have you. So, yeah, something like that's not going to help. You know, you, you marriage is not going to help your uh, porn addiction. You've got to reach out for help. And that's where the stigma is attached. I think someone, during the tour, someone said that there is an anonymous uh, website that yeah, you can yeah, submit, yeah. you know, to, to yeah. get help. There's plenty of platforms out there now and initiatives, I think, yeah. to, to help remedy that, um, which is a good thing, alhamdulillah, because, you know, as we were saying as well, that once upon a time, to even bring up the topic, I mean, I know even in some communities today, to bring up even the topic of pornography yeah. or addiction or these types of things, it's like really taboo. You can't even discuss it because people would be like, yeah. Allah, you know, don't even bring it up. Yeah, there was that auntie uh, up north that I saw after a lecture once. It was on marriage and I was talking about how pornography can affect marriage. And uh, she came back saying, you know, after the event and she's like, half your talk was about pornography and how dare you and what. And I was like, oh, calm down. You really don't know what's going on in the world yeah, right yeah. now. And experts are literally saying that, you know, it's not a question of when, of if your child will be exposed to pornography, but when your child will be exposed to pornography. And that's why it's so important to have those conversations at a young age, at, a, at their level, obviously. You can't have a discussion that you're going to have with a 16-year-old with a 10-year-old or a, an 8-year-old. But you've got to come down to their level and explain to them that there are these images and it's wrong for us to see them uh, in Islam. We shouldn't be exposed to them, especially at a young age, etc. Um, and when we have those discussions and open them up, then the child feels more comfortable to come and confide in us as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's good, it's, it's good for us to, to bring it up rather yeah. than them get exposed yeah. and then make their own mind up about things or take it from another source yeah. as opposed to us as people who are genuinely concerned for them and looking out for them and from an Islamic perspective, we can give, we can give something. And you know, Sheikh, uh, whenever we do something like this and we talk about it, I get so many direct messages. I need help. I feel suicidal. I'm addicted. I can't uh, seem to get over this. I really want to, but I can't. I don't know how to. What do I do, etc. So it, it makes it quite clear that it is a serious po- problem in society. Uh, so you're taking all of that baggage into marriage is not going to really help. Yeah. Okay. So so we, we've 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 tackled that point, which is um, marriage not kind of fixing everything. Um, yes. Again, we, you hear young brothers who say, you know, the world, you know, is such a fitna out there today. Yeah. Um, so therefore, I'll get married. And uh, by the way, I'm not disagreeing that you know marriage can't help. What I'm saying is that by you just kind of making things so kind of plain or black and white and just saying there's fitna out there yeah i get married yes and the fitna magically disappears <laughs> no, no, as we no. know that yeah. even when you get married there's still plenty of fitna out there and it depends on even how much you expose yourself to as well you know yes sometimes it's in your hands yes uh, depending on what you're doing on social media yes what you're watching and Absolutely. things like that um so i find i just find it interesting because i hear young brothers saying it mashallah you know they have good intentions i understand what they're trying to say yeah but as someone who's a bit older now Mm-hmm. You know, I find it a bit naive to say, simplistic. okay, it's not dis- yeah, it's simplistic, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So I, f- I find that quite funny. But uh, okay, so, so there's that there's that element, Sheikh. And then now we have another element, which is, um, we, as we've kind of alluded to, uh, which is, okay, a person uh, wants to get married. Um, and as we said, they haven't fixed themselves. Yeah. Now, you know, let's just move away from addictions and things, just, just general things like, let's say a person has a bit of a temperament, a person doesn't know how to control their anger, a person has a very loose tongue, 
uh, whatever. It even might be something like a person is just quite lazy, mm. has no responsibility, mm. those types of things. Yeah. Um, you know, how important is it for us to, again, focus? Because then on, on the other extreme, I've heard some some people say, yeah, but you know, you can't, are you, say, are you then saying that I have to be perfect to get married? Yeah. Which is obviously, it's not possible. Yeah. But um, to what extent or to what degree are we working on ourselves until we can say, okay, I, I feel like I am ready to get married? I think one of the biggest characteristics that we can say is the star characteristic of getting married is you must be mature. Uh, so you may have an anger problem, but if you're mature enough, you know how to control that anger. It may come out at times, but it's not a habitual thing. So you compromise. You know, you know how to compromise as well, uh, as opposed to being immature. When you're immature, there's these huge fights that erupt. You know, yeah, yeah. oh man, it, it's not always the case. Like it's not always immature people that have fights, but. When an, when an immature couple, if both of them are immature, it's really difficult for them to get along because you've been single all your life. You don't know what it's like to live with another person, uh, to you know, to be living in the same room, eating the same food, seeing, waking up next to each other every day, spending time with each other. The bulk of your day is spent with each other, and then it just becomes so frustrating that this person's in my life, and at times. You know, I've got to cook for him or she's, she, she wants him to cook for her, whatever it is, you know, regardless of the uh, situation. And now you've got this person pestering you as well. Uh, so if you don't know those first two years of marriage, if you're not mature enough yeah. to compromise, um, I think that that becomes a big problem. Like you said, you know, uh, anger, all of that, you know, miserliness, you've got to work on it. I think the biggest thing is just be mature. When you're married, make sure you're mature. And some people are, you know, mature very young, 18-year-old, mature. I was just going to come to that. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to yeah, say, yeah. for some people, maturity means age. Is, yes. it, is it just purely down to age or no, no, other factors? No, absolutely not. You'll find some 14-year-olds more mature than a 21-year-old. <laughs> you know, yeah. Someone was saying that, you know, the standard of uh, age of marriage in the UK now is like around 30. And uh, yeah, like... The 18-year-olds, the 26-year-olds are like 18-year-olds. And that's crazy. You know, like uh, we've got to, I think it comes from a background of culture as well, where parents don't expose their children to enough responsibility young. And that 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 is a problem. You know, we want to mollycoddle them. Yeah. And the child's living with us until they're 30, 35. Um, okay, even if they don't move out of the house, they should be contributing towards expenses from the time they start working or something like that. Uh, and even if you don't need the money, make your children responsible from a young age and you'll find a lot of, they will benefit from that. It's not yeah, you yeah, who will yeah, benefit. Because, yeah. I mean, even from my own experience, like, you know, I, I know for a fact my 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 mom, for example, she she wanted to, Molly Cuddle and she yes. wanted to really make sure you don't need to lift it's a the culture yeah. yeah so it, it is within the yes. culture yeah. but I guess for me I was I was fortunate in the sense that because I, I studied so I moved away from home at a oh, young age Allah. and yeah. actually since I moved away from home I yeah. haven't been back in the sense I haven't moved back in yes, yes. Um, and so, so for me it's been more than 13 years since I've been away from home wow. so you can imagine that what that teaches you you know it teaches you independence it teaches you you know, self-accountability, uh, confidence in doing things, all of those things, right? Which I think, you know, if you're living at home, not that I'm saying it's impossible, mm. but you can start taking the initiative to do things, yes. to not relying on family or even financially. So the way I like looking at maturity, for example, of course, there's an element of, 
uh, age, of course, comes into it, no doubt. Um, but then you've got even things like uh, emotional maturity. I think, as you were saying, you know, things yes. like anger and, and things like that, yes. uh, which is, you know, some people can just, over the smallest things. Yeah, uh, they, they just, erupt and they just, they yeah, flip. Yeah. Exactly, they flip. Yeah. So you've got the emotional maturity and then you've got, um, I would say, a level of financial maturity. Yeah. And what I mean by that is I, I've met a lot of people who, Mashallah, you look at the income on paper, it's it's good, it's decent. Yeah. I mean you can get by. Yeah. Um but they don't have they don't have a clue how to use money, how to spend money, how to store that money. Yes. And I I feel like this comes down to maturity also. Yes. It doesn't just matter if on paper, maybe as parents we look at it, oh mashallah, good job. Yeah. But actually maybe you need to dig a little bit deeper <laughs> and see how what much kind of savings does this person have. Spending habits, spending habits. Yeah, some yes. people they just you know, yeah, they money, just blow so. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so would you kind of compartmentalize the way I'm kind of looking at it? Do, do you kind of agree? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree, but I think there's also a, a compromise that must be made, and we must talk about that as well because oftentimes you find uh, people today, youngsters, looking for the ideal partner, and you're not going to find that ideal partner. So, there's some departments in which you will have to compromise, and I think that's that's one of the most important aspects when it comes to uh, looking for a spouse as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the final one for me is spiritual maturity. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is the, and I think again we were discussing this recently about how uh, you view your potential partner as a project, which <laughs> is you know yeah uh, I uh, even though they're not there yet yeah but in my mind this is where they're going to be yeah and once I marry them. I'm going to bring X, Y, Z changes into their life. <laughs> yeah. And they are going to become the ideal person. Yeah, what are your that thoughts never, on this? That never happens, man. That literally <clears throat> yeah. never happens. It's very rare for someone to change another person. You know, that person's come. They've had their own entire life, you know, themselves. They've built their own notions, understandings, mentality. And now you thinking that, okay, because I like this person physically, I'm attracted to them physically. I'm just going to ignore the rest, get married, and then she or he will change over time. People don't change as fast and they change only when they want to change. And that's why Allah even says in Allah, لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغير ما بأنفسهم. So you, uh, the person needs to want that change to be able to get it. So you really can't change a person. And I think that would be, again, it comes down to maturity. If you're yeah. mature enough to understand that this person's not going to change. I'd rather just, uh, you know, make my decision based on who they are right now. This is how it's going to be. Assume that not an inch, they're not going to budge an inch. They're not going to change an inch uh, for the rest of their life. Right. And would you marry that person? That's that's the only way to look at it. You can't sit and think that this is my project and I'm going to. It's not a Lego that you can take and you know remove this piece yeah, yeah, and put yeah. another one and change it into whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. This is a human being, living, breathing human being. Yeah. Exactly. So this is this is where I feel like um, uh, you know what, what comes to my mind a lot is uh, what, what do they call it? Negotiables and non-negotiables. You know that yes. kind of thing. So yes. you know. So as you said, uh, uh, you can't have the ideal. You need yeah. to make some compromises. Yeah. So maybe a way of looking at it is, okay, at least list, I'm not saying list uh, 50, because mm. then it's it's impossible. But at least there's going to be certain things where, okay, I'm not going to compromise on this. Yes. For example, yes. for one person, it might be, okay, five times daily salah, a person needs to, like, that is, yes. that is a must. Standard. I understand you're not doing other I things. I think that shouldn't that. be for one person. It should oh, yeah, be yeah, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I say that, it's funny, because you know you, you know what marriage CVs are, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. So yeah. I spoke to one brother once, and... Um, 
he just he was just showing me his CV just to get a bit of advice. He he wouldn't mind me sharing this. Yes. Um, and uh, it said on there, uh, you know, looking for a sister who prays <laughs> five times a day, wears yeah. hijab, this 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 this. Okay. So I said to him, Achi, um, like I know you like, do you pray five times a day yourself? He goes. Achi, come on, man. I'm struggling. You know, it's hard out there. Yeah. I'm trying. So I said, so why are you looking for a sister yeah, who's, who's praying you know, mashallah, ticking every box? Not even just praying five times a day. Yes. Ticking everything. I'm yes. not saying that's yes. a bad thing. Yes. But like, bro, you need to you need to try and, you know, yes. it's like that, you know, it's become a cliche. I now. remember there was a video where uh, one of the sheikhs was asked yeah. and when he... When the person finished saying what he's looking for, he said, well, you're looking for Al-Hur al you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. So, yeah. so, so, th- so, there, so there's this whole thing of negotiables, non-negotiables. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think Salah. Salah, your five pillars are non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. That's something that people should be doing. If you see someone not praying or not fasting in the month of Ramadan, those are red flags. Those are clearly red flags that... Beyond that, I think you should start with that in the first place. Like, do you pray? Do you, you know, your 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 zakah, your hajj, your fasting, etc. Obviously, hajj is something that people intend to do. Yeah, yeah. That's something that can be delayed, would have you. Uh, but with with regards to fasting and uh, prayer, etc., the person has to fast and has to be praying. Mm. Uh, there is no two ways about that. You know, like, especially, obviously, that's in the case where people have to fast. Uh, yeah. Someone's excused is a yeah, different yeah. case altogether. Yeah. Um, what but, other examples would there be of this kind of negotiable, non-negotiable things? Not just with deen, but other areas, would you say? Yeah, I think uh, maturity. Maturity comes back to maturity. If this person is mature, it's it's well worth considering. If they're immature, don't don't consider it. You know, it's something that uh, may take five years. And marriage, as it is, the first two years of the of marriage are the hardest. Yeah. You know, I had a brother who recently. They, in fact, there was a sister who reached out and said her husband was going to a bachelor's bachelor party. Okay. Right, and yeah. he left her all alone at home and what have you. And I'm sitting there thinking, hold on, you're going to a bachelor party. He left her all alone at home, and just before he left, he called from his a relative's house mm. uh, wherever he was and he literally just said talaq 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 and he and that was it like they had some problems but it wasn't that serious okay. and he gave her three talaq <clears throat> and then turned off his phone and she doesn't have access to him for so long and I was like what I couldn't believe like for me that is mm. immaturity at its yeah, peak yeah, yeah. and then they come to you you know Sheikh I have a problem you know mm. I gave talaq mm. three hold so on common. Hold on, you know, you you believed it was, you know, yeah, this yeah. person believed three is three, three his entire life. He never believed three is one. Mm. You know, and now he's coming to you for hal and no, make yeah, it easy yeah. and what have you. Uh, sorry, brother, you know what, go to somebody else. I literally, like, I don't want to help you at this point because uh, you've been so immature mm. to just give three, three talaq like that. Yet it was over the phone, what have you. Couldn't you just put the phone down? Yeah. Couldn't you just say it? So, you know, with all due respect, just do whatever you want yeah. to do now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so glad you used that kind of example because I think that is a prime example of immaturity. Which yes. Is such a huge responsibility that Allah has given you as a man. And yeah. To not even be able to face your the woman you married. Exactly. And do it over the phone and do it in one go mm. and then have regrets later. And, and he was going to a bachelor party. God yeah, knows I mean, what was going even on. Even that there. in and of itself is, <laughs> yeah. is, is yeah. just ajeeb, you know. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, on the topic of maturity. So I was reading recently, um, uh, 
about, and this isn't from like Islamic sources. This is like you know Western psychologists and right. marriage experts and, and relationship experts, etc. They talk about this whole concept of mature love. I really wish I had it in front of me to to kind of read. There's this a set of tweets. Um, it, says, it was talking about mature love and uh, what mature love actually means, which is interesting because no one's ever really kind of put those two together. You've got mature and love, right? So what is mature love? It's not the kind of love that the young young people have in mind, which is yeah. the ideal, you know, yeah. the Hollywood, Bollywood type of thing. Yes. But it was interesting. Like, so they were listing some points. For example, one of the points being mature love is when you don't have any kind of, um, I don't want to say expectation, but like you don't put all your hope and expectation in one person mm. with that being your, your spouse, for yeah. example, which, uh, which, which I feel is a big mistake that maybe a lot of people getting married make. Yeah. And that mistake is basically they, they, when they get married, they're assuming that, okay, I'm married to this person now. We're in love. Mm. This is going to last forever. They're yeah. never going to let me down. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I'm not saying come into marriage being pessimistic, but at least be a bit realistic. You know, This is yes. a human being that I'm marrying. Um, they may let me down. Yes. may have arguments. It's natural. We have, you know, we have differences already. And I feel like that that's actually a very, that, for me, that was a very good point, a good yeah. indicator of mature yeah. love, which is, yeah, that is actually a sign of a couple who are married, who've been married for years. Yeah. They're at that level of maturity, clearly yeah. because they've got that experience and they've uh, accepted but, those things. Yeah, but don't you think <clears throat> the underlying problem is not uh, the issue of expectation, but the person hanging their, la- the, their happiness mm. on another individual Pinning it in one, one, yes, one person like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. so that's exactly like in fact that's what you said yeah. you know they're pinning it onto one person in, you're responsible for your happiness you're responsible for uh, ensuring that you don't become depressed and sad and what have you so when something does happen yes we feel sad but that doesn't lead you down a rabbit hole uh, so it doesn't carry on forever and ever you know how to I think if you've had a relationship with yourself and you've understood yourself before you get married you know who you are, then you know how to remedy your problems as well. You know what kind of problems you have and you've found remedies for them as well. As opposed to hoping, like being broken completely, coming from a broken home and then uh, you want your spouse to now fix you. In fact, that marriage is probably going to be very, very, uh, you know, tumultuous. Like it's just going to be up and down because you're constantly expecting happiness from your spouse. I, I remember listening to this um, woman who was speaking about how even your children or anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you love that more than Allah, Allah will test you from that. Allah will test you from that direction because he, you, you're meant to love Allah first and foremost. So when you love that person more, then Allah will test you from that. So even your own children, you shouldn't love more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's something phenomenal when you yeah. think of it. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Surah Yusuf because yeah. they say about Yaqub, yeah. he had that kind of extra love for Yusuf. So Allah, Allah tested yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. That. So even though he had 12 sons, Allah chose that one in particular Subhanallah. Yeah. To, to test him. But it, I didn't it was, even think of that to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it reminds me of actually sure. what, what someone once said, which is that uh, you shouldn't get married yeah. to someone so that they can make you happy. Yes. You get married to them so that they can make you happier. Oh wow! Yeah, I really good. like that quote. Yes, because good, good quote. other other people they only get married; they don't ha- have happiness. Yes, and then they they yes. feel like this marriage is going to fill the void in their life that they've been looking for their yes. entire lives. Yes, but no, you're already happy. Alhamdulillah, you're content. 
you get yeah. married, inshallah, it will it will make you more content. Yeah. Um. So, so I like that. I like that kind of perspective. Aspect. Yeah. No, um, true. Approach to things. You know, there's um this issue also of when you said happy, I was just thinking of something, and it reminded me of how sisters a lot of times when you tell them the older sisters and you say that you will be with your husband in Jannah she's like I don't want to be with him you know, <laughs> you know subhanallah I, 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 I hate him in this world I don't want me to be in Jannah with him but the yeah, reality yeah. of that is you know um, there's two aspects to this one uh, why are you still with him you know if you hate the person and you've hated them for 10 years you know yeah, it's not yeah. going to change yeah. right you've tried you've done all you all you can mm. why are you with this person and secondly um Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes that hate from the heart in Jannah. And that's what we don't realize. Like, you know what? <laughs> you love your spouse in Jannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think... You'll be the, the, the kind of upgraded, perfect version of yes, yourself. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Not just... Uh, and then, in addition to this, you, you know, you get you get questions as well. Like, uh, okay, you say the men will have al-hur al-in in, in Jannah. What about uh, the women? Why do you not oh, talk yeah, about what they will have? And why can't we have... Today you have, you know, sisters asking questions like, mm-hmm. why can't we have more than one man in Jannah if you can have more than one woman? Right. Uh, and the reality is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَهُمْ مَا يَشَاءُونَ فِيهَا They will have whatever their hearts desire within there. وَلَدَيْنَا mazid, And we have more. And I think this problem comes from sisters making man the standard of their judgment. Mm. You know, why, why are you pl- placing a man on a pedestal where you... Make him the standard of your judgment. Make make your standard of judgment what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said mm. and what Rasulullah sallallahu said. Don't don't look at what a man will get and that's what I, you know, want yeah, as yeah. well. Um and I think that's the root of the problem, you know. So it went as far as someone saying, I promise you, believe it or not, mm. someone made a comment like Al Huralina, gender neutral. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not surprised. Mm. Um but yeah, I agree with you, Sheikh. To be honest with you, I th- I feel like yeah. I mean, to be honest, even in the Quran, like yeah. Allah hasn't listed everything about Jannah. You yes. know what I mean, like there's so much more that we we can't imagine. As the Prophet told us that, you know, there's there's things that you can't even imagine. Um, yes. So so therefore, yeah. I mean, to to pick one area and then to kind of also compare it mm. to 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 what others may get. Yeah, I think it's almost. Um, Having a very low expectation in Allah, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, you know, absolutely. Very low, because you're just, it's almost as if you're, you're, you're comparing your dunyawi feelings to then comparing it to how you'd feel in Jannah and saying, I'm going to be disappointed almost. And I mean, a question yeah. to ask would be, what is influencing those feelings as well? Mm. What is it that you're consuming that has influenced those feelings to, for you to feel that you want what a man has in mm. Jannah? Um, have you been reading only the Quran and Sunnah? Obviously not. Mm. You're being influenced by something else. Ask yourself what that external force is, and then maybe the picture becomes a lot clearer. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to jump into the main kind of area of what we wanted right. to discuss. If you know, those of you thinking this was the main area, it wasn't really. These are just actually warm-up questions that, that I had about uh, <laughs> right. you know fixing yourself and expectations and all of these things. So I think the mo- the most common question when it comes to marriage yes. it w- is, um, was and still is, um, okay, how do I get married? If I like someone, how do I approach them? Yeah. How do I do things the right way? Uh, which, of course, in and of itself, alhamdulillah, it's a good question because it means that you're thinking of doing things yes. the right way. Otherwise, yes. a person can do whatever they want and yes. they can take things however they want. Um, 
But it is the most common question. And I feel like, obviously, because, you know, I'm sorry to disappoint those of you listening, there's no kind of like one answer, that yeah. one size fits all that we can give you that solves all the problems. That's yeah. why it's still being asked because every kind of culture, society, individual, there's so many factors at play here. Yeah. You can't just give one answer. It really depends. But um, I guess we can we can thrash it out, have a bit of a discussion, <laughs> yeah. see what comes to our minds, and yeah. come to some kind of conclusion with maybe some kind of over, you know, some kind of general principles or, or thoughts. Do yes. you want to kick us off then, Jay, from this one? So Bismillah, uh, there's the, a few ways to yeah. approach, and I think uh, one of one of them is the traditional method, which I prefer. Okay. Um, going to our elders in community, letting them know, going to the imam of the masjid, going to those who are well-known. You know, you have these aunties and uncles who are well-known in community to set people up and to match them up. And I think for this to work, you have to not have someone specific in mind. Because if you've got someone specific in mind, well, it, it can work as well. You can go and yeah, yeah, approach yeah. them and ask. Yeah. Uh, but what I mean is like, Oftentimes they'll go and they'll say, look, we want to get married and what have you. Have you got anyone specific in mind? No, I haven't. But but they do. And then they keep rejecting proposals, etc. You're wasting time, you know. Uh, just get to the point and say, this is what yeah, yeah. I want. This is who I want to marry. Uh, but you can do it that way. But also so maybe that comes yeah. down to them them not being open is because they, they fear the... Yes, the backlash. Uh, yeah, they the fear backlash. the backlash, which I feel like maybe we should be... I you mean, know, if, if, if they haven't done anything wrong, if they have... And I feel like this is, again, maybe more towards the elders, which is if they haven't done anything wrong and they just genuinely have come yes. across someone, they're like, yes. which is natural. We know it can happen, yes. workplace, yes. uni, etc. And you ask them, yeah. and they they were to say, yes, I have someone in mind. I yeah. don't think it's Qiyama. I think it's a very immature perspective as well. Yeah. Like if you get married mm. and then five years down the line, someone asks you and says, uh, you know, why were you afraid to approach your dad? Uh, the, the boy or the girl, regardless, would be like, it was stupid of me. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was true, just, true. Yeah, I shouldn't have I, I had true. any, we don't realize that our parents got married as well. I mean, that's <laughs> the only way we came yeah, about, yeah. you know, they also had that fear of their parents or something. So just go and do it. Bismillah. Look, uh, mom, dad, I'm, I'm old enough. I've got someone in mind. I've seen her. I've seen him. I like him. I like her, whatever it is. And uh, Bismillah, go ahead. They understand more than you think they do. Uh, but it's just from your little window right now, you know, I think it's just coming out of those teenage years and uh, you becoming an adult now, uh, you assume that they don't think that you're thinking of these issues or yeah, yeah. what have you. But I, I don't think it's as big a deal as people make it, make it out to be. Where it does become a bit of an issue is where the parents refuse yeah. and the child really wants to go ahead. And that becomes a bit of a sticky issue. So like now the, the child is like, no, I want to. And the parents are like, no, uh, they're either out of the culture or for whatever reason. Yeah. So that's where it becomes a bit of a sticky issue. But having said that, that's one way of approaching is to go to the imam, to go to your elders, to go to the uncle and auntie that are well-known in community. I mean, safe. we were speaking to him yeah, in the car yeah. and he said he got married uh, in that way. Like uh, there was somebody that set them up, the auntie that was well-known. And uh, that's how he got married, you know. SubhanAllah, why not? Um, the other way, and I think you've got to really vet which apps you're going to use, is use an app. You know, today uh, there's there's technologies out there and it's not haram to use this technology for goodness. So you've got certain apps and I'm not going to mention like a specific one, but you've got to do your homework, see who's reputable and standing behind or in front of certain apps. And then you know that this app is reputable, I can use it. 
Um, it's interesting because yeah. uh, you're 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 one of the only sheikhs that openly kind of have have mentioned this because I feel like some are a bit if you yeah because yeah. I, I understandably because you know you can't endorse everything out there but at the same time you know what I mean like yeah it is. There are some very dangerous acts there, as well. There are, yeah. there are. And, 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 you know, I've had horror stories. Yeah. But also, I know many of my friends who went down have. with the right way. Yes. With the right intention. Yes. With the family involved. Yes. I mean, this is the way I see it, Sheikh. And feel yeah. free to disagree with me. Honestly. You know. You can disagree. But I, just, I just want to say, like, social, a social media app like Instagram or whatever, you know. Yeah. You yeah. can do the same things on there. Like, yeah. let's be honest. You can yeah. go on there. You can find someone of the opposite gender. Yeah. You can... DM them or slide into DMs as they say. Yes. Right, you can no, no, that. don't slide. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't, don't slide. I don't like purpose. using that term because, wallah, it's used negatively. You know, slide, I, slide into the DM. I slid into the DM. Why did you slide in? Why didn't you just like, I did walk in properly like I how Ali to, said? I wanted to, to, to see that reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, right, so, so you DM them or whatever, right? You can do the same thing on, on yeah. these apps as well, yeah. on whatever app, marriage apps, etc. Um, so my point being is is that like I said, I'm not maybe. so much for DMs, to be honest with you. Fair I, enough, like, fair enough, yeah, I yeah. kind of agreed when Ali said what he said. Like mm. He was saying, okay, approach and then say immediately that mm. this is what I want to do. But I'm not too much for fair enough. DMs. No, no. That, that's fair enough. Yes. At least, I, I guess what you're trying to say is at least on the apps, there is kind of like a mutual understanding yes, that you're yes. there for. There's that third party right. regulating as well. Okay. The apps are open as well. What they tell you, a lot of these apps is, look your conversations are open to us mm. and we can read them at any time. Okay. And I think the presence of that third party really helps. Like, yeah. Okay. So, so what would you say to those who are basically saying, look, I've, I've, Sheikh, I've tried these apps and uh, yeah. I keep getting the wrong people coming my way and, you know. Well, maybe it's time to consider the, some other methods, you know. Um, so we spoke about how you go to the elders in your community. The mm. second was uh, these apps. And uh, the third would be to go to the person directly. You know, and just say, look, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I want to do. Uh, you know, how do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Um, at times, you know, in uni, you'll have this, the person you're interested in. And I'm saying this because we go to mixed universities. Yep. You know, it's not an ideal uh, situation. So we go to mixed universities. You see a girl, you like her. And this happens a lot in, in uni. So she likes you. And you don't realize that it's just one not approaching the other that's stopping. Like you're, you're fearful of going and approaching her. But there's nothing wrong with you going to her and saying, look, uh, sister, how are you? I am interested in you. Are you interested? What, what do you think? What are your thoughts? At the right moment, sending her a text message if you get her number or sending her a, well, maybe you shouldn't send her a DM. But anyways, DM, text yeah, message, yeah. it's a similar thing. Uh, or emailing her. Maybe the good compromise would be email. You yeah, know, yeah. You, it's not so personal as well. Uh, so email her and say, look, this is what I've, I have in mind. What do you think? And then the minute she says, yes, I'm interested, then get the elders involved. And that way, it's the faster the process, uh, the faster you move on to the next person or, or go yeah. further with that. So, okay. So yeah. ha- having, I guess, a bit of formality there, yeah. um, carrying yourself in the right way with some formality, yes. I guess, where it gets yes. too informal. Even yes. numbers, to, I mean, nowadays, you've got like, for example, Telegram. Yes. You don't even need a person's number. It's like you, I can just take your username. Yes. And if you didn't want to share your number because it's too personal, okay. I can still message you oh, okay. just through a username. I didn't know And that. then later yeah. on you can share your number. Like you can change that on the setting. That's so, a lot better, yeah. So, you know, just I'm, I'm talking about formality because I, I feel like that is important. Because, again, I've spoken to, um, you know, so some, some people in the past who are, who are in the process of getting to know someone. 
and they've sp- they, they've asked about um, you know um, speaking with them, having conversations with them um, yeah. over the phone and, and, yeah. and things like this. So um, you know, one thing we always advise, of course, like you said, have other people involved in that. Don't just leave it to to yourselves. Yes. But the other thing I add yes. add to that and um, is is actually when you're having those conversations before you have the conversation, set the time and set a duration. Brilliant. So say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna speak at five thirty. Inshallah, yeah. within thirty minutes, twenty minutes, we're gonna wrap yeah. up because yeah. that way is a formality to it. It's like if I was gonna have a meeting with someone. Yes. We know there's gonna be a time. We're not yes. just gonna sit there the whole evening, right? So I feel like if you don't have some formality, then mm. you're just going to be on the phone for hours, and, and you're not going to you don't need to speak to someone on the phone for hours. Yes, to yes, to, yes, and it's going to grow into something else mm. as well. So more likely to grow into something else because uh, what happens is then you take it further without your parents even knowing that you're yeah, interested yeah, yeah. and without their blessing. And now it's like when you go to your, you're almost afraid to even tell them mm. because at times you feel like, what if they reject all? Yeah, uh, you know that they may reject such a person, and then it just it becomes really difficult because now your emotions are involved and now yeah, you're attached yeah. to the person. I know a sister who, subhanAllah, and I feel like parents should make it easy as well. You know, let's try and address that part of things uh, too. So I know the sister who was trying to get married to a man for about, I think it was about four or five years and her dad kept refusing. And then one day at night, she just ran away with him and she married him under the uh, Hanafi madhab, you know, what have you. Uh, I don't need a guardian and all of that. Today she's got children with that uh, man and her father doesn't want to even see her or the children. I think at some point you've got to accept that my child did this. It's it's over now, you know. And, you know, what was strange about that is I'm talking to this uncle about it and he's like, yeah, that man really, you know, he, he held his izzat, you know, he, he by by refusing to accept this, this girl and... Her, her child like I was like that's his daughter and his grandchild yeah. what what the hell are you talking about is that mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. like he should let go of that that's right. bad like he's gonna die one yeah, day she's yeah. gonna die it all won't matter you know so at some point in fact it would be better if he forgave her and just mm-hmm. gave his blessing and carried on this and most grandchildren if, involved if you, now if you looked into maybe the reasons why he said no you know would it have been Really, no, valid reasons. Really, like, I think know. because the marriage it was based on tribal lines, ah, and the so, marriage. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, the funny thing is, they come from one area mm. but two different villages. That's all. Yeah, one so, area, yeah. two different villages. What separates them is the river. <laughs> That's all. Like that, <laughs> Allah, it's strange. Yeah, yeah it's strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's odd. Um, I think the biggest area of contention that we had during the events that we did, mm. and uh, I, I'll, I'll share shortly what kind of side I'm on, right? Which is. This whole thing of um, immediately when you, when you, for example, a guy sees a girl that he likes and just going up to her and like, okay, I want your dad's number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a, there were some brothers who were like, yes, this is the way. And there were others that yeah. were like, I'm not sure if that is the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to get your take yeah. on, on this kind no, of thing. I think you can show interest. Where are you from? How are you, sister? All of that. If she's approachable in the first place. Sometimes you know that the person won't entertain you unless... It's halal. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, they, yeah. they, some sisters are very strict mm-hmm. like, or some brothers are very strict. And yeah. if you just go and do that, it will actually help the conversation because now they know you're there for halal. You're not yeah, there yeah, to, yeah. to mess around and waste time. And I don't think it's wrong for you to approach a sister in, in public and say, Assalamu uh, alaikum, how are you, sister? Are you well? Uh, or where are you from? Oh, ha- do you know about this course material, whatever? And start off with that. But not long into the conversation when she's not comfortable about, just make it open. 
this is what I'm here for. And this is, I didn't want to just jump straight into it, but are you interested? At that point, you're talking about for about five, 10 minutes, whatever it is, say 15 minutes. And then now you've got that opportunity to say it, then say it, Bismillah. And that way you're also speeding up the process. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you long it out, shaitan's there. Shaitan's ready to take any opportunity to, you know, get hold of you and make you do the wrong thing and haram. So ideally just say it in the first parts of the conversation, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, don't... Because it's important to establish interest from her end as well. Because sometimes you just go and you might just get straight to the point. Yes. yes. Your dad's number. Yes. You might turn around and say what I'm already married or I'm already engaged or yeah I don't want to get married right now yeah so I think you have to stop that's why I'm not the biggest fan of the direct approach of and also like I'm a, you know I'm a father now I have a daughter if if randomly you know a guy <laughs> just called me up and I picked up the phone yeah, yeah. and I was like uh I, I yeah I got your number from your daughter yes yes it's like who the hell are you I'm sorry like yes yes honestly yes. like there's yes, I feel yes. like there's a there's a process, okay, and uh, there's a there's, there's 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 other, what's the word? You have to be street smart. I feel yes, like. yes, you know, instead of going immediately yeah. and just like, yeah, you know, just thing. Yeah. For example, like you like you mentioned, Sheikh, and I don't disagree with you. You can you can go to the you can go to the sister and ask her some questions, whatever, right? But for example, if it's like a university setting or a work setting, especially if you're in London or a major city like that, right? You're not alone in the sense that you could easily approach her via someone else, like. You can see who she hangs about with. Yes. Go to yes. one of them and say, Absolutely. can you establish, yeah. is she, would she be interested in someone like me? Yeah. As an example. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're streets, if you think, if you're just too direct sometimes, yeah. it doesn't yeah. always work out because she can just tell yeah. me, be like, what are you on about? Who are you? You know? <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes I must, I must say in that situation, true, it's not always the case, but sometimes you'll have the person say, um, okay, I don't, they may go, and spend some time and then not say anything to her or him and then come back to you and just say you know what uh, i've spoken to them they're not interested but i am <laughs> you know it may it may happen <laughs> it may so happen i, I don't think of that way but yeah. yeah well like there's some people like that just think like that right yeah, right, right. Like that. interesting yeah. okay yeah so so i just i thought i'd bring that example up but as we said, that's not the only scenario that you can find yourself in. It could be mm. work, it could be online, it could be. However, what I think do you see? What do you see as the biggest hurdle or barricade to marriage in the UK? Like, uh, why is it that people are struggling to get married? That's what. Is it finance? Is it why are they struggling it? to get married? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a few things I think there's a few few factors, um, but what perspective are we looking at it from? Struggling as in to so, find someone. So, yeah, basically struggling okay. to find someone. Is it is it an, is it the case that they? I, I hear a lot of people find, say this. Yeah, so we do hear um, that quite. But a lot. I don't know if that is again. No, no, I mean, no offense to anyone here, but I don't know if that's just a very vocal minority or if that is the actual majority. Yes, I don't know because be good to the know. people I speak to, yeah, they come to these kind of seminars. So you know, it's quite it's quite you know uh, specific, and they say yes, I'm struggling. I have tried. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it would come down to these kind of things. Sometimes, you know, it comes down to, uh, and I'm not blaming, you know, anyone here who's looking to get married and has been struggling, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, kind of generalizing here. I'm saying that there are some people who the issue might be they're just being very picky. Yes. Um, I spoke, I actually, kid you not, Sheikh, I, I spoke to a brother who said that he has been to at least 40 face-to-face family talks with other families. Whoa. Not even like 
40 women that he's spoken to potentially. Yes. Like actually go there. Yes. And then when he gets there, he decides, no, she's not the one. Well, as soon as he said that to me, I said, I don't even need to know anything more about you. Yes. You just very, there's something picky. underlying there. You're yes. Very picky. How can you go through 40 different families? Yes. And blame it all on them. They must be. They must be the wrong. I'm sorry. There's something yeah. more here. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm not saying that's everyone. That's one element, which is sometimes you're picky or you're overthinking. There's yeah. a fear factor. Yeah. You know, you're anxious about things. Maybe there's that. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing, like you know, we're talking about how to get married. One thing that I advise people is, um, just like one thing that a lot of people don't do, is they don't make it known that they are available or they're looking to get married. Uh-huh. So they keep it very secret inside. Yes. They only tell. The best friend. Not even sometimes their own family members. Yes, yes, And yes. they're looking and they're looking and they're looking. They're trying yeah. apps, etc. And then they're, they're surprised. Why? Mm. But you know, Wallahi, sometimes I found if you just go and openly just say to your friends. Yes. Your even extended friend circle, yes. family, relatives, etc. By the way, I'm looking married. to get married. Please, yeah. if you keep no. someone in mind for me. Exactly. You will be surprised. Exactly. How many yes. people will come back and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because if other people are struggling, you're not the only one. Yes. That means exactly. they're, they're looking for... So there's some people they, they get very shy about this. Yes, I don't want to make it known that I, there's nothing to be shy about. Nothing, hundred percent, exactly. So I feel like that's a very simple, almost like solution. Mm. Sometimes mm. just making mm. it known that you are yeah. illegible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, 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 something so like that. True, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I, I feel like there's there's other factors at play. Um, yeah, but we can obviously we can continue this conversation for a long time about the, sure. the right approach. Shall yes. we? Shall we end with some kind of practical guidelines? Let's just say or principles or just piece of advice for for people looking to get married whether it's uh, how to go about it um anything that we haven't covered anything that comes to your mind Sheikh, that we i think what with. we the the most important thing that we didn't cover is to have the taqwa of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's something that we all aspire to but uh subhanallah if you're struggling to get married allah has the remedy for you it's very obviously some people may think that this is very general and you're just giving us an ayah but and we've heard this a thousand times but have you tried to implement this in your life have you actually done it you know whoever fears Allah Allah will open up a way for him and he will give him rizq from where he doesn't imagine so that part of it oftentimes we don't link it to the initial part which is Allah will Allah will give you rizq and that rizq doesn't have to be monetary it can be a spouse as well Especially if you are looking for a spouse, you know, are you lowering are you lowering your gaze? You know, to start with, is that something that that's clearly connected to nikah? So start with that. You know, uh, when you when you're on your apps and on your uh, social media, etc., are you looking at the right thing? Have you ensured that you're not doing anything haram in that sense? Mm-hmm. When you do slip up or make a mistake, do you immediately seek the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? So I think if a person is just just bears that in mind that I know that my problem is uh, maybe serious, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bigger than all of this. Uh, just bearing that in mind and having that consciousness that Allah, the all-knowing, the all-wise, the almighty, the all-powerful is able to open up a way for me. I'm doing this for him. I'm uh, seeking out, you know, I'm, I'm keeping away from this haram from for him then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up a way for you. And um, I think that's like the, the best advice that I could give a person to, to, to end off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that is the best piece of advice to be honest with you. There's the, I mean, there's, there's so many other yes. guidelines we can go through. Um, but I think, yeah, at the very top of it, it would be taqwa. 
Yeah. Um, being mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, you know, just, just generally, I think, you know, I think coming back to one thing we mentioned is working on yourself. Yeah. I think that's, that's really important. Um, yes. Don't just, you know, look for the perfect spouse, but try to become one. So just continue working on yourself throughout. Um, you know, I think that's a big one. Just invest in yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, take care of your physical health, your yeah. mental health, spiritually, work on yourself. You know, we're not saying you have to become perfect. Yes. Um, but at least get yourself to a good aspire level. for perfection. Yeah, aspire, you know, try, try. Yeah, absolutely. Aspire yes. for a good level where people would also want to marry you, and you know. So I think th- there's that, and then when it comes to getting to know someone, when it comes to getting married, I think, you know, as as you said, Sheikh, is don't get kind of uh, too, don't attach yourself too quickly. Yes. Yeah. So kind of keep a distance initially. Yeah. You know, uh, do lots of mashwara. Yes. You know, around you. Absolutely. Um, I, in in fact, just on this note, Sheikh, I, again. There's an extreme to this as well. So I spoke to a brother once. He was having this issue with getting married to someone. And he said to me that he spoke to 25 different sheikhs and got their opinions. <laughs> and I said, 25 different sheikhs, why? Why? Exactly. And he said, yeah, I spoke to one in uh, you know, this part of the world, a few in the UK. And I was like, that's too much. And he goes, you're the 26th that I'm coming to. I said, you don't, why are you coming to me for? But yeah. you know, there's what a, are you doing playing multiple yeah, choice yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want too many opinions either. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to go to the one you trust and, yes. and kind of knows you. Yes. He's going to people who don't even know him and yeah. just general advice. Yeah. So I wonder even, why people do things sometimes. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, much better with those that, that know you, that you trust, people of knowledge and things. Yeah, there's a brother who was telling me he's struggling to get mm-hmm. married and then he kept telling me, I want to buck the trend. So yeah. I want to get married out of my culture. And I said, why? He says, no, no, I'm open the... to people in, in my, within my culture, etc. But it's so much of a taboo. I'd like to okay. you know, break the trend, what have you. And I'm there sitting thinking, you know what? You really are not mature enough mm-hmm. to understand what marriage is all about. Because yeah. uh, if you were, okay, if there's a good option that mm-hmm. comes about that's not uh, in within your culture, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... You know, you don't understand that there's so many things that you benefit from when you're from the same culture as well. Because now you understand each other, you're on a similar, a similar wavelength and, uh, you know, you you have certain expectations of your spouse that are fulfilled uh, when you are married within the culture, etc. As opposed to being married out of the culture. And why he was doing it is not because he was interested in yeah, other yeah, yeah, ethnicities. Yeah. Eth- ethnicities or races but he was interested in bucking the trend and I was yeah, like hold yeah, yeah. on <laughs> you you really don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and then he said that his dad is being really difficult about it right uh, no you can't marry out of the tradition maybe there's a bit of rebellion in there as well mm. but hold on you're a man do you need a welly you know if you really want to and you've got some options and you, you want to go ahead Bismillah, just go ahead, you know. And that's what one of the sheikhs told him. is like, do you need a wali? So it's like, no. I said, khalas. Then, you know, obviously you want your dad to be on board. Yeah, but yeah. if he's being very difficult and it's been for so long, then mm. Bismillah, you know, yeah, yeah. go ahead. He'll come around, inshallah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. This whole thing about um, just doing something to kind of rock the boat, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just uh, there's so many benefits in yes. being compatible, as Absolutely. compatible as possible. Absolutely, um, but alhamdulillah, I, I think um, you know we've we've discussed a few solid points there. Yeah, alhamdulillah, so, it was uh, lovely being with you. You know, um, inshallah, you know, I, I, and I always pray, I always make dua that uh, those, especially who are looking to get married, that Allah makes it easy for them because yes. you know it is I mean, it is a struggle. There are I mean, many people who are struggling, 
Um, and of course, those who are married, we pray that Allah continues to to bless their marriages and Allah to flourish. I mean, because um, we need those du'as as well. I mean, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, it's always a challenge. Absolutely. It's always a challenge. Sheikh Ibrahim, it's been such a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine, uh, you know, Sheikh Shabir. We hope to, uh, inshallah, see you again. Barakallah.